the record with me, Maya Billick and Dan Gordon. We've got our next iteration of our Label Showcase series today and we are with Julia Wilson, the founder of Rice is Nice. Massive, massive Sydney DIY veterans and a huge inspiration to all people starting up record labels in Sydney and Australia for that matter. So it's a pleasure to be able to catch up and get a bit of insight further into the label and the kind of ins and outs of the music that they've released over the past 10 or so years. So you know Rice is Nice being behind The Laurels, Straight Arrows, Donny Bonet, Early Den. We're going to be talking to Julia about how the label started, some of its key releases, and the importance of supporting independent record labels. So stay tuned on FBI. This is Reverend. Catalyst for launching Rice is Nice would have been when I met Spod and Owen Penglis from Straight Arrows. Owen and I had started our own record label called Juvenile 
which was just a seven inch label and we did like King Khan and the barbecue and black lips seven inches um, for when they toured Australia and so he kind of gave me confidence showed me that I could run a label I could do it it's totally achievable and then I met Brent who is Spod and he had this record so I thought let's just start my own label and that's what I did. So that is how it all began. And I had a buddy, or I have a buddy called Ben. Uh, we went to high school together and he is a designer, a graphic designer. So he built the website. He made all of our press releases look really legit. And, and so it was all super feasible because of those people. I actually don't think that the process of releasing music differs too much to how we did it when we first started. Thinking about this has made me realize we kind of do it the same. It's the same process. Like we like a band, uh, we get all the assets from them, we talk about what they want and what's realistic and like key goals and and then we just go from there and we do it. I think the label has always had the approach of we just do whatever we want and that's 100% still what we do. It's just that it's more refined now. We're still doing things exactly how we set out to do them in the first place. That hasn't changed at all. The The reason we release the music we do um, is because we see a real uniqueness in that artist particular band artist is doing something that we think is really unique I don't see it everywhere like they're just doing their own thing a hundred percent and that's what's appealing to us at the label Um, and to me as a music fan just people doing exactly what it is they want to do there is no chameleons (laughs) on rice is nice I think um they're all just dedicated to their art and that would be our mission I guess if anything is just to showcase that these bodies of work from people that they are artists and it is legitimate and I think just giving them a platform and confidence is really important just for us to say we really like what you're doing and then release it is is what every artist needs. Um, so I feel really lucky to be able to do that still. I mean, I think Grace Stevenson is incredible. She's so young and just so badass. She means a lot to me because I I try and check uh, like the generic info rice's nice emails um, with demos and I try and listen to them as much as possible which I'm somewhat failing at now but she had just emailed me like Cole called me and I listened to it straight away and I was just so excited and I thought damn it she's going to be from Europe or America or something and I looked and she's from Brisbane and I just thought this is exactly what I want this is exactly what I wanted to sign at that moment and and then there she was and I don't know, I was just floored by her. I mean, she must have sent me some demos or something. I can't even remember, but just so good. And she continues to um, impress me as a person. But also her music is just super cool. And this record that is coming out is just, I don't know, you can see like the um, development in Rebel Yell and you know and I think it's just also that she's always telling a story and it's it's personal and I think that's really brave I think Grace is I think she's just super cool and courageous and her music is badass I'm really proud to be working with her I really wish I just did Rice is Nice full time and this is all I had to do was just champion and champion them forever and ever and all day every day but because I just think there's so much to do so much you can do especially with someone like her which we will do
turning in my head I've been watching as it plays All the things you never did Back in the day It seems to stay Like a fire without heat Tearing through a quiet street Didn't know until we woke All that we broke It's not forgotten of um, Rice's Nice and the design element is important, I guess. Like when we started, like I said before, Ben Shackleton had um, started the label with me. So he built the design element um, of Rice's Nice and did make it look more legit than we were. He, he created a brand, I guess. Uh, and I think that's important. I think what we produce is way more important, like our artists. But I guess like having that strong aesthetic is important to to then be able to support our artists better because then maybe other people in the music industry look at us a little bit more seriously if we look look a certain way. But to be honest, I googled up yours and 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 that was what came up that picture so I'm probably like copyright infringement there but like I'm not actually we changed it so it's not um not illegal but that's that's how I came up with the logo so I mean we obviously didn't put a hell of a lot of thought into it originally uh at least I didn't and Ben did bless him uh, I think rice is nice is unique compared to other established record labels in that it is 100% DIY. Like we 
honestly do everything ourselves. We have no money <laughs> to be employing other people to do things for us, really. But there is that very ground level, hands on approach with all of our artists and releases. And we're not doing it for any other reason but to release good records. That is what is cool. There is nothing else cool about the music industry. <laughs> and I feel like other record labels, there's so many good record labels. Like I cannot um, really think of any that probably don't have that same kind of method. But I guess that's what kind of makes us unique because our artists are our artists. They are not on a different record label. Like there's probably a lot of labels out there that are doing it to uh, make money or form a business or a brand or whatever. But I mean, to me, that's super transparent. Donnie Benet, God. Yeah, we met so long ago and um, a friend of mine, Dave, was managing him and Donnie and I actually met at a wedding after a long period of me getting burnt CDs from Dave of Donnie's music. And the whole thing was like, I <laughs> just, it was Dave's delivery that made me think like, what is going on? But I liked it obviously a lot. And there are some very funny, funny songs that were on those original CDs that never made it to, um, to the airwaves. But, um, yeah, like I, that whole process was really, um, funny just the way I met him. But as soon as I met him, I realized that he really wanted to do this and this was um you know this this kind of new project for him and 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 as soon as I or as soon as I met him and saw how determined he was we just did it and we just kind of made this amazing um debut for Donnie and like Jack Ladder did the design like he's a designer as well of course he did all the layout and then yeah so it's Dave from Pivot he was his manager and then Brent Spod like created the karaoke DVD as well. It was like an all in, but it was, it's so slick. Like that record, I still listen to that. Like that still slays. I love Donnie. I think he, he's doing so well. And like, like I was saying before, there is so much to do with these bands and there's only so much like little old me can do but I'm really really proud of like what we've done and the amount of releases I did with Donny 2 is really cool and we still um talk and work together and he's yeah just kind of really committed to touring I think that's just been um a game changer for him which is exciting
I don't mind massaging your feet. The ship and breakfast is so grand. On a blanket in the sand. I don't mind wearing a nice suit. I wear a bow tie to look cute. I don't mind learning to speak French as long as everything you said ain't human. I recite poetry all night long. I'll even write you your own song. We'll share our feelings all night long, just like the song. All night long. And for these sittings, go right. Oh, we'll do it right tonight. I'll be real classy, just you see. And when you see it, you want me. Sophisticated lover. Bye. 
So I, I, I did. Did you know Johnny McKay bailed me up at a friend's party and said that he had just seen them and um, I should check them out. And I did and I loved them. I thought they, I think they're so good. So I just did um, a cassette with them, um, their first release, and they are such sweet dudes. But their music is powerful. I, I really want to see more from them big things from them uh yeah I, I think they're so badass and and they um I remember they played the tote and I had so many people messaging me after that and big sound they played and everyone was floored um yeah they're super cool I think it's incredibly important to support local independent labels in Australia. I've always had an issue with um, our lack of pride, I guess, in our local artists, which I think has changed a lot in the past 10 years. But when I started this and um, would go overseas a lot, I would just always come back. So impressed with how amazing Australian artists are. And in turn, there needs to be more support for Australian artists in general, but also the people that support them, um, aka labels and managers and whatnot. Because we have such a divide, you know, geographically, um, and our population isn't as big, there are more hurdles um, when it comes to income. So that kind of support from government and state bodies is so important and um, cannot be understated and uh, enough, I think. Two 
of my favourite moments in the label's history, the first that come to mind would be, I guess, our, I think it was our fifth birthday at the Annandale in Sydney. We threw a party and it was really huge and great and everyone came and it sold out straight away and it was one of those kind of times that I thought, oh, this... I didn't recognise everybody in the room and this is not just me and my band's friends. Like, you know, people are showing up and care about the label and are celebrating these bands and it was a really exciting realisation and party. It was super cool and everyone was there. Everyone on the label was there and they played or DJed and it was really special. That was really cool. And a lot of people that I since went on to work with were there in some way. Like I remember even like McLean Stevenson, that photographer, he was doing some stuff. And that was Donnie Benet's first show too. Uh, Like, yeah, one of his first kind of public shows and a lot of his jazz crew came and that was really kind of stressful. But he nailed it. And I think that was really important for him too to show like, his old life, where he was going and that he was doing something that people cared about and so should they in a in a sense. And, and yeah, we signed Good Heavens and they played and CK DJ'd. It was just rad. It was really a cool party. I, I think when I um, guest programmed, co-host the KCRW show with Henry Rollins... Ooh, was that like two years ago, three years ago? Oh, three years ago. Uh, that was really cool because Henry's a really huge supporter of Australian music, um, which is very exciting, but it was really nice to have two hours dedicated just to Australian music and know that you're kind of getting to um, an audience that give a shit. Um, so I was really excited about trying to, um, you know, get some bands in front of those ears. Henry's just rad. He's so much fun. So that was really, I don't know, I feel like those two things are the things that are popping into my brain. Angie is a force. And I actually can't believe that I work with her, like in in the sense, like, she's so cool and she's just done so much amazing stuff that I know I was terrified of her when I first kind of saw Kiosk and all of that crew and I just thought, no way, like, they're, they're super cool and um, I'm never going to be able to, like, revolve in their worlds. And then I met her and she's the sweetest thing and uh, just a creative force. Like, the amount of art this woman produces is unbelievable. Like, she even, like, had sent me ceramics. I was like, where do you stop? Where does it end? Um, but she's forever creating and um, I've got her art on my wall as well as her ceramics, as well as all of her incredible records that I've been so privileged to release. She's amazing. I love Angie so much and... Um, She's still writing and recording and producing all this amazing uh, video art too. So inspiring. Straight Arrows, Owen's a fucking god. I love you, Owen. You are the coolest. If it wasn't for Owen and the Straight Arrows, I I don't think I would have my my label. Like I said before, uh, we've got new Straight Arrows, Bruin, which is very exciting. And, um, I mean, touring plans that are in the pipes. Thanks, Corona. But I remember doing, like, the uh, It's Happening record, which is their debut album. I did a window at Red Eye Records on Pitt Street in Sydney, is it? But I got in there and I, I like, made this full installation of um, them coming out of bins like they were um, Oscar the Grouch kind of thing and money. That's right. I bought all this like pretend money and I scrunched it all up and I don't know what that whole thing was about, but um, that was an important time. And we had so many ideas for that window, but uh, yeah, there's, I I just love that band and I'm so happy that they're um, still doing it and still maintaining their uh, 
prestigious, you know, one of one of Australia's best like garage rock bands. Owen's Owen's a beast.
like to see Rice is Nice still existing <laughs> for like another 10 plus years. I see us kind of developing more and more as a label and I guess becoming more refined. But I, I kind of imagine us, um, you know, Rice is Nice in the future being pretty much the same as what it is now, but hopefully with more stuff or more permanent stuff, paid stuff, and yeah, financial backing basically, but hopefully still kicking and doing exactly what we're doing now, basically. Huge thanks to Julia for coming on the show and talking all about Rice is Nice. If you want to listen to the program, you can head to fbiradio.com slash programs or anywhere you hit up your podcast will be on there too. You'll also find at fbiradio.com slash programs the track list for today's show and you can listen back to any song that you may have missed. We're going to make some way for Maria Dimitrakis on lunch. We'll see you here next Wednesday.